2: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See McDonald's.com.
0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Forestieri! Here's
2: Hog! DD! Scratch your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! This is the Do Not Scratch Your Rise podcast. My name is Justin and. I'm Colt There's been quite a lot of Andre Grey bashing going on uh, on social media uh, for the last few weeks. Um, Some of which I've joined in with, some of which I've kind of stayed away from. Again, another frustrating performance from him on Saturday. I just don't know whether being paid an enormous sum of money every week and living the lifestyle that he presumably lives is enough to spur him on to play better football. I just don't know. He's someone
1: that... If you can't get motive, I, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but the, the only reason I go to work is is to pay the bills and and earn the money. And there's often something said about footballers that they've had too much too quick. And you know, if you're bored of money, Andre, I'll help you spend it. You know, the size of the the size of the geezer's house, the the, the bank balance, and, and forget all of that. It, it's and we've said it before, Justin. His attitude and the way that he comes across when he's wearing a Watford shirt, mm. isn't something where I can anymore, you know, with a with a solemn promise here, that I can stand by and, and cheer that guy on. You know, he, he really is the epitome of everything that's wrong with football. And I know that's yeah. a big statement, but I, I've protected him before. Well, I've I, said that to you.
2: I find it hard to remember any other footballer that's played for Watford that has come under this kind of scrutiny before i can't think of any um where the fans have gone like you know this bloke's not good enough he's just mm. not good enough and there's
1: times there's
2: times where for, i mean
1: I'd probably struggle to name one, but there's, there's times where we've gone, he's not good enough, but he's given it a go. I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll give you one actually. Um, do you remember, I can't say his surname, Chris Ulalumo.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. So not, being, not a, not a great Chris, striker. Yeah, Scottish. Never,
1: never really, yeah, never, he came in as, as a bit of a, oh, he's a Scottish international and blah, blah, mm. blah, but he wasn't very good, you no. know, and he was towards the end of his career, but to be fair to him, he used to have a good go. He used to get stuck in and get run around, and that, that was, at that time, all you could really... And that's that's the base level, surely, of any footballer. Yeah. Just to go and have a go and get stuck in. And you just don't I... see it from Andre.
2: No, there's just no desire or no passion on his part that I can see. He's, he's been started. He's been a sub. you know. So when he's starting games, you, you, you would think he'd be thinking, right, OK, so it's me today. Me with Troy or me with whoever it is he's paired with. It's down to me to start you know scoring some goals yeah. his touch is dreadful his passing's dreadful his positioning doesn't seem to be very good he just is in the wrong place at the wrong time and i find it really really frustrating is it
1: a bigger is it a bigger problem you know something's worth talking about that there isn't enough depth in the striking department for him to worry or try any harder because maybe deep down he knows Troy's getting towards the end of his career Isaac's success is nowhere near the first team uh, the other boys who were lurking around a uh, you know a million miles off
2: well yeah
1: scoring us, you well, know 15 20 goals
2: well preach is injured isn't he i think Preach is injured uh, uh, you know it you, yeah it could I, read be a,
1: that. I read a statement the other day that uh, I don't know where it come from. If it was the club or the manager, the the striking department's full.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, it, no, it might be full, but it's not very good.
2: Yeah, it's not very well equipped, is it? Really? No, um, no I. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I can't even see that having a fully fit success would be better than having Andre as he is now. I've not seen enough from Isaac's success I'd, to say. I'd actually, rather give.
1: I'd rather give Isaac success another opportunity. To say right, there's two or three games. Mm. Come mm. on as a substitute, and let Gray sit out two or three games and see what happens. It's well, got to be. It's got to be better than. It's got to be what, worth a go. Currently happening.
2: It's got to be worth a go because we know what happens when you play Gray. You get nothing. It, yeah. A, and there's there's always this thing as well about well, you know, in the championship he'll be he'll be brilliant, and it, you know he's put. I said that.
1: I, I said that. I, I could be quoted on this podcast. I said at this level he'll score goals, and mm. he should do.
2: He's he even. Score goals. He's even said that. So there's been two posts in the Watford Observer now, one of which was me and Troy together will score, can't remember what he said, handfuls of goals or a lot of goals. Yep. And another one was, you know, I back myself to score goals in the championship. I, I wouldn't put any money on him scoring <laughs> goals in the championship <laughs> not, whatsoever. Not for us. No, not for us. No. <laughs> Uh, And, of course, the January window is, what, uh, 10 days away. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to shut with us still with Andre. I can't imagine he's going anywhere. I can't imagine who'd want him. I mean, they'd look at his Mm. form and go, well, your form's not very good. And, sorry, how much did you want as wages? No, sorry, you know, we're not paying.
1: The the problem is if clubs are going to spend that money on him, they're going to spend money on him to score goals. And clearly, over the last couple of seasons, he hasn't scored
2: goals. No. The return's been really, really poor. I had high hopes for him when he came. As I do I, any player, really any player that comes, you think, okay, well, look, fresh start. He's one of ours. Let's see, yeah. let's see what he does. And I, you know,
1: I, how much does he cost us per goal that he scored for the club?
2: I have seen that statistic somewhere, but I I'd, I'd
1: love to know. I'd love to know what that is.
2: I found Go on. his goal-scoring return yep. works out at a staggering one point sure. two three million pounds per league goal. Wow. So the 29-year-old striker has only scored 15 league goals since joining in August 2017 for a then club record fee of 18.5 million. Yeah. Which works out at 1.23 million pounds per league goal. Wow. I I don't think we can afford to have a striker with that kind of return. I just don't uh, I just don't think we not can Not if we
1: not if we don't go up. If if well, we stay in that division, which is, you know, more than more than likely, let's say mm.
2: um
1: Despite our current good run of form, I think Norwich is, are starting to tear away with it now, and uh, Bournemouth look like they're going to have a decent January transfer window, so you'd expect them to go again. But I oh. don't know. I just think if you if, if somebody's costing you that much money and you're in the Championship, it, it's time to um, ship him on. I agree. Present-
2: joined once again by Luther Blissett. Good evening, Luther. How are you? Good evening and happy new year, everyone.
0: Here we are. First time I'm on on anything talking about sport for a while. Really? I'm glad you
2: chose the podcast to do that. What's your most burning thing that's happened since we last spoke? I think
0: the biggest thing, anniversary, obviously, of Graham's passing just a week ago. And um, I think that's something which is very important for us to mention on this podcast because Graham was and still is our best and greatest ever manager and what he achieved and what he what he brought this club has been you know something I will never forget and I'm sure Self and many other people, you know, truly understand that, you know, because Graham Graham's legacy will be with us forever. And I think it was very fitting that it happened. And I suppose it coming on air at this time before they play their last ge- before they play the last game, at least they did something. He, um, you know, I'd have preferred them to do the scarf thing and not take the knee thing, but you know, that's their choice to do so yeah on that one. Yeah. And the fact that you could see Graham's name all the way around the pitch and his picture was on one of the stands um, behind the goal so I think it was good and I think it was great for all of us to hear it and on 72 minutes when they when they they obviously made that little tribute then that was that. I think that was very very important yeah. and on top of that the fact that the former players all sent messages you know about Graham on their memories of what Graham was like yep. mm. um, yep. you know I think the players were very um, mindful that he still has a family here that has to deal with every time we bring up his name and bring up things about him he may have gone but you know his family are still here and we all, all must be mindful of that that they hear and they see and you know we need to be respectful of that.
1: No it was um it uh, there was me and Justin were talking earlier there were, there was uh, loads of fantastic tributes that came through and and one of the one of the best ones that I saw um, was on Facebook and it wasn't necessarily a tribute but it actually made the hairs of my arms stand up. It was you and Graham were were watching the Graham and having sort of a chat amongst yourselves and the rookery was in full voice singing in Elton John's tailor-made army
0: yeah it oh, was amazing yeah
1: it was amazing and it made it made the hairs of my you know like it's making me go goosebumpy now it's absolutely yeah. incredible and that was the yeah. that was the love that the fans had for him and, and still yeah. do and,
0: it does even on the pitch when you hear it you think myself wow mm. yeah wow. It,
1: was. it was incredible it was incredible
0: yeah. it doesn't in- it does definitely energize you when you hear that
1: do you remember the conversation you were having it with him during that video? Were you talking about the game? I know it's hard. Yeah,
0: we'd have been, we'd have been, talking, about, we'd have been talking about incidents on the pitch or maybe about a particular thing um, at that time. Because I think that probably would have been what well, on his, when he came back, wouldn't it? That, when yeah. he came back in 97. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we'd probably been talking to him and probably saying, you know, this team has got a lot of work to do and we really had our work cut out to, uh, to keep them up because you could see there was no belief in the squad and there was... You know, they just seemed to have lost all direction and on what they were doing. So it was it was always gonna be a tall order and we just missed out on me. We?
2: we did. We did. I assume that you kept um a close relationship with Graham after the football finished. So once once Yeah,
0: with Graham, you know, you could always you could always put the phone up
2: and call him
0: and just chat to him.
2: I mm. mean I probably
0: didn't do it enough as I should have done because you get involved in doing your own thing mm. and working where you are and you know it's only at times when you think oh i've not spoken to someone so then you make that phone call just to see how things are but um yeah probably should have exploited the fact that um you know you had somebody like graham taylor there more often just just for a chat just even if we just chatting nonsense
2: or yeah i mean he seemed like the sort of person that would actually let you do that yeah you know. yeah i mean i i've only met him maybe a handful of times and spoke to him for less than three minutes combined but from what i've seen of him what i've read about him he seemed like a very approachable person that oh Totally. Absolutely. I mean,
0: what what Graham was, he was a people person more than anything, because and that's why the thing about family and community was it rang so true and it was so strong with and, you know, throughout the club and the community of Watford, because that's what he was like. And it wasn't something he just made up to say, "Well, oh, I'm going to do this. It really was a reflection of his own character and his own beliefs and that. So for me. You know, I've, I've never met anybody more likeable, more straight, honest and professional
2: and, you know, than Greer. That's quite a tribute. That's You know, that's quite a tribute, that. That's that's a, that's a lovely thing to hear. Do not scratch your eyes! So, uh, other things that have happened then, Luther, since we last spoke is we have a completely new manager. No, we haven't. When did that happen? We have a completely new manager who I have to admit I'd never heard of, and I don't suppose you had either. No. <laughs> when he was appointed. Although I have to say I think the football's improved uh, yeah. the last few well, games. Well I think I think the football has
0: improved because what he's done he seemed to have allowed the players to play a mm. bit more rather than be very rigid yep. with the way that he set the team up to play. What I look for in the games when you know, I look for the tactical input of the coach during games and what he needs to change. Mm. And I've seen from what I've seen so far in a number of games that he's been there. He has not for me as yet made those telling changes during the game. Right. Especially when, which what was the game? Was it um, the game completely Brentford?
1: Swansea, we were overrun, but Brentford, we, were, we weren't particularly much better either. Yeah. In the yeah, midfield was right. yeah. And
0: in the Swansea game, you know, and the thing is, if you listen to the thing, because Glenn Hoddle said it straight away. Watford need to, you know, they're outnumbered in midfield and that's why they cannot really get at the opposition and sustain an attack. I was expecting him to make changes to bring another body into that midfield so that we could command and control the game better from there. And uh, he never did it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I look at the Huddersfield game the other day and I see a team that's playing with a little bit more belief. I think the, obviously, we waited a while for a goal. The Tom Cleverley goal was probably aided by a couple of mistakes by the defenders and the goalkeeper. It was. And on that one, before you go on, just
0: on on that, what other player would have done what Tom cleverly did? This is what Carl and I Who were talking about earlier. and Harry close people down with that belief that I can get something or create something? And that's what he did. And his rewards was he scored that goal that um, got us the lead and ultimately it, it ensured really that we that we got the three points. And yes. I, don't, I don't see enough of that from certain areas of the pitch at this moment in time.
1: No. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think at the moment it feels to me that we almost have to take the lead to be able to push on and win games. If we if we're trying to come from behind, we, we don't seem capable and we're sc- scurrying around doing all these little bits and bobs but we're not actually penetrating anywhere and that's that's always the worry. And like what, you say, what
0: sorry, is go- your what is your take and and this for yourself as well? Where do you think the problem lies with that? With with the overall um, with, that, with that reason why you know you you can't you can't see us grabbing a game by the scruff of the neck and really strangling the life out of the opposition and end up beating them 3 or 4 and you think
1: yeah I don't I be honest I've asked myself the question I don't really know where it where it comes from if it's a, if it's an overall squad confidence thing or uh, dare I say it, even an, an ability thing with the with the amount of ins and outs that we've had recently just to get some consistency in that team. I it can't really put my finger on why we're not grabbing games and, and strangling the life out of them because we've got the players to do it on paper. But it yeah. just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to click. And even even with the 2-0 win on, on Saturday, it wasn't without errors all over the park. You know, yeah. and,
2: For me, I think it's the spine of the team. I don't think we've got that key central midfielder, key central defender, key striker that are the spine of the team. I just don't think that that exists. It's it, no. everything's a bit too movable. Um I think reliance on Dini now is a little bit foolish. I don't think he's quite the player he was. Obviously, Andre's got his critics um and <laughs> I, yeah, I I, I might just, <laughs> <laughs> I might be one of them, but I, I think there's just the I think it's the spine for me, really. I just don't think there's that one central defender that we always have that we go right. So Kafkart, that's our guy, and then yeah. you, you know you've got your central midfielder, you know you have got your strike, and you have got the spine. That that for me is what I think is, is is part of the problem. Yeah,
0: I think I think you're you're right in that because I think you look at you look at all great teams and teams at the moment you look at, the one to look at, because they're the they're the champions of Europe as well, and the world pretty much, aren't they, is is Liverpool. Yeah. And with all the players they have out, and if, if anybody else had that number of their top players out, would they still be challenging at the top of the league? I doubt it very much. Probably not, no. Um, with that. And you look, they've got people that can seriously hurt you at the top, the plays in the middle, and they can control and do what they need to do in the midfield. And at the back... You know, even without Van Dijk, you know, uh, you know, Fabinho's been ridiculous as a centre half. When you think he's a, you know, he's a midfield player, so we do need that. And m- my biggest bugbear at Watford is at the front mm. because you have I fan. I don't know if it says it's the right word, but with Andre, I was sort of if you've got somebody who's willing to run in behind the opposition, you have it's a good place to start. Mm. You look at. Leicester. Leicester have got Vardy who will ha- happy to run in behind your position all day and that caused the opposition all sorts of problems mm. by doing that. Andre for me needs better direction in what he's doing. He needs to be given a plan of how he gets himself into those areas so he can stretch your position and make them drop deep to give us the room so we can squeeze on it and strangle them slowly as we go along. Mm. Troy can't do that because Troy cannot run. And I'm not going to even say not run behind. Troy cannot run. I'm not being harsh. You look at Troy when he arrived and when Oh, um, no, I
2: agree. I completely agree.
0: I was playing him out on the wing. Yeah. You had somebody there who was happy to run and really get, you know, but he can't run now. It's can't it's run.
1: my it's my belief that Troy Deeney get, didn't get a transfer in the close season because they know he's got problems, you know, with mm-hmm. his knees or, or or whatever and he's had a couple of operations now and it's I think it's starting to take its toll on him and you can see yeah. he can't run. I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah.
0: If you if you can't run if you haven't got that pace, you have to be very acute the way you play that position because you can still, without pace, use that. Teddy Sheringham never had yeah, great yeah. pace, yeah,
1: no pace, yeah, scored bags of goals, yeah. Knew Let's the score, game man.
0: well and knew his movement was very good, you know, and it, and it was good in the air and whatever. Troy, Troy developed into a very one-dimensional striker, and the problem with that is when the thing that allowed you to do that has gone, mm. what are you left with? Your are we saying? Are
1: we saying he's trying to, he's trying to write checks that his body can't cash?
0: Well, it, it's plainly obvious that is
1: the case. Yeah. no, that's, I, I agree. I,
0: you look at you look at the you look when he brought down um Bakuna was it Bakuna on Saturday? Yeah, it should have oh, been a red, a should have change. been Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's caught him up the side of his knee somewhere from behind. Yeah, mm. did that. He's straight off, no qualms about it at all. Yeah, so he's got away with it. They're big
1: time,
2: definitely. You know? Is
1: there, does there come a point in a in a? I, I've heard players say it before, and, and you might be able to tell me when it happened to you, but you're standing out there on the pitch and you realize you go, Jesus. I I can't I can't do what I used to do a year ago or, or or whatever is is that a lot of it as well is it is does it play on your mind that you can't you you lose that yard of pace or you yeah lose well, something in your game
0: well what what you need to do if you understand and know your own game properly know your own game the what thing because the thing is what makes your game is the things that you are good at things you are not good at mean they count for nothing because nobody cares yeah. nobody really cares because they only look at the things that you're good at so the things that you're good at that is where your game lies and you need to understand. And when you you should be honest with yourself and think, yeah, I'm not... I, once, I, yeah, it was like two seasons ago, I would have got there, no problem, and got that, you know, but now I find myself not getting there. So if that is the case, you need to start altering the way you play the game yeah. to compensate for that, but not take away from the real, still the really strong parts of your game. I don't see or think that Troy has done that because... He has had people that are willing just as play it the way that Troy wants to play. And that is hit Troy and he'll bully people. And that you can't bully people now because they're younger, stronger and fitter. And they, they don't, you don't bully
2: them. But is this, is this Troy's issue or the manager's issue? Because presumably the manager's picking him because he believes he can do the job he wants him to do. So- yes, I think, I think that is the case, but evidence since this manager's
0: arrived with would- say otherwise mm. because the team is allowed now to play a bit, bit more what they would be able to do and where's Troy? troy's dropping in deep to get touches of the ball. troy's not up against the center half no with space behind him holding the ball up so then we can play off him quickly and people and you've got like Saar making those little diagonals from one side or whoever from the other side we don't get that because he's now dropping into those deep areas yeah and with the with Saar. Also dropping back,
2: mm. you,
1: it leaves a big never, gap, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, you're, you're never able to stretch them, you know. And the only person that can really do that is is Pedro. But Jao Pedro doesn't want to do that because his game is coming off, picking the ball and running with it.
1: Yeah, yeah he, play, so, he plays too far off, Troy. He plays yeah. far too far away from Troy. If that's the game of Troy holding the ball up, Jao yeah. Pedro, and I've, I've said that before, Jao Pedro is always looking to go width, you know, rather than come up yeah. the middle, and 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 that's. That's not his game, and no, it's something isn't. that something that needs addressing. And and but me and Justin were talking. We the, I don't know if you saw it yourself, Lou. There was a comment made that the, the striking department is forward at Vicarage Road currently. Is half the I problem.
0: I, I tell you what. Before you go, I, yeah, when yeah. I read that. that you know, they think they've got, what they have is, is very good at the front. I'm thinking, myself, so in which universe are these people <laughs> Well, there we go. There we are. That's what I was getting <laughs> at. Now we knew, yeah. In which universe are they getting away with it? We have seen strikers that they've been, you know, that uh, for the opposition, who have been head and shoulders above what we have done as your lone striker up front. Yeah, no, I agree. Point, with that. And that is since this new manager has arrived. I was going to
1: say, <laughs> do you do you agree with the comment? But clearly, <laughs> clear, clearly, not. clearly not. You, clearly, you've I answered that. You, <laughs> I'll tell
0: you what. For me, I and mean, been brutally, when you when people write that, it either it either shows arrogance or ignorance,
2: mm. and
0: mm. gross ignorance at that.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, it, I mean, I'd I'd also throw lazy journalism in there as well because yeah. it's not. I mean, with the greatest respect, me and Justin were saying, half the problem with Andre Gray, and, and we're talking about Troy and throwing them in the mix here, is do they have any competition that's coming up behind them going, oi, out the way? I'll or even go. between the four. Forget about, forget
0: about coming through, because we know Watford is not like that. Watford don't bring young players yeah, yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. So, so forget that. The competition has got to be between whoever the strikers are, yeah? Mm. You've got Peritza, who I think, he's got a bit of pace and he's willing to run the other way if you use
1: him.
2: And if he oh. can stay fit as well, obviously. Yeah,
0: so you've got him, so you've got him, you've got Troy, and
2: have you you've got it have, you
1: have you seen enough of Isaac's success? that He's been at the club who? to see.
2: <laughs> Isaac's <laughs> success.
1: Isaac's success. <laughs> if, there, if
0: there is anybody who had the completely the wrong name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isaac has let us down slightly <laughs> yeah that's more <laughs>
0: like it when he first come and when he first joined and the first few games when he's playing out on that left hand wide and he i thought myself i tell you this we could have a player here yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He but since then he has shown that he really doesn't understand the game mm. does not understand the game doesn't understand what his strengths are because the whole thing about anything whatever business or wherever you're in is knowing what your strengths are so you can apply it to be to show people how good you are yeah, and yeah. show your contribution to your performance or what you do. He's got no idea what he's good at.
2: No. <laughs> we've said this and before. You have you have no we idea can't. what we are good at, I'm, I'm sorry, you need to go and get another job. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, so we can rule out Isaac. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that done then. Uh, do you think we've underutilised Glenn Murray? I mean, you know, we must have brought him, him in for here? a reason. I believe well, he's still with allegedly,
1: us. Allegedly. Allegedly he's still here. Uh, see, the
2: thing is,
0: you have... You have a centre forward that you watched him, and you play for Brighton, and he always caused us problems. He yeah. always caused the opposition problems. Yeah, you know, ball would drop and be loose in the box, and they would be coming in back post in front of the keeper and score them goals all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he used to it used to be a menace when he played against yeah. us.
0: You know, even even the season before he joined us, you know, you thought the boy he's, he's still got that ability in him. Maybe not every week, but he's got that ability that on on his day. Which may come every three, four, five games or whatever can cause problems. But that's you
2: three know? or four, five games more than we're seeing from Andre Gray or any of these other strikers. Yeah. I just wonder why we haven't bothered with him. He played in one League Cup game that I can remember. You know, I, I just... don't get
0: it. No, I don't get it.
2: The whole idea about anything—you keep going on about
0: this great squad of players we have. But what what Vlad did defensively for us is—you you can't underestimate what he's done. Mm. he's made mm. it far more secure than we've been for a long time
1: I see, God, has, long, long, long... do you think he's helped the current manager no he's... doubt about it yeah yeah no okay. doubt about
0: it because the, the way he has obviously worked with those players and got them doing certain things we are much tighter at the back than we have been for probably the best part of what four years or more no, All no, right?
1: no that's, that's a big statement yeah
0: yeah well, you think you think about you look at it. Defensively, the reason why we're so good in the Premier League when we're in there, especially those first few years, is the way we went forward against the opposition. That mm. is what caused the opposition they the opposition couldn't then settle and get at what we were at the back. And so through that confidence came and you know you got performances. But that defense was never great. Everybody has their day as a defense or as individuals. And we've had our days when we thought, oh, they've done well today. But look at look at it over the over the thing and the goals that we give away. Yeah. You know, they told that if your park team gave them away, you'd be you'd be you'd be so disappointed yeah. for some of the goals they give away. Yeah. So for for me what Vlad has done by giving them that organisation, that that ability now, to they can actually see a little bit of danger before it happens, because we never used to see the danger until we thought the ball's in the back of the net, then we go, oh, we've conceded. But now, <laughs> yeah. but now at least players are recognising that better, and that's come from the, the coach that we've just got rid of.
2: Yeah. What um, what do you think of Philip Zinkernage or What you've seen of him so far, Luther?
0: Well, all all I've seen from him at the moment is somebody that looks like they they understand what what you know. What football is about,
1: mm. and I
0: think he understands the position he needs to play. Mm. But I think trying to fit him in because he's, he's, he's right-footed, but he plays on the left.
1: Left, yeah, yeah,
0: right. And if that's the case, they need to understand how to get the best out of him down that side.
2: Because mm. at the
0: moment, the person that's been the best down that left-hand
2: side has been, even now, has been, been Semmer. Yes, yeah, Semmer's
0: been the he's been the best down that left-hand side,
2: although not brilliant the last few no. games, I don't think. I think he's yeah, he's but been still the, the
0: best that we've, we've had
2: yeah, down yeah. that side. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. No, and
0: that's that's what I'm saying. Mm. We are a, we are a team that we don't necessarily. If you make a substitution, we don't not a case of improvement. We don't bring something a little different to
2: the party to make your position think straight swaps most of the time, isn't it? Really, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I look around us in the in the league, and I see Norwich running away with it at the moment. They, they've done some sensible business. Bournemouth brought in Jack Wilshire today. Sensible business. They, they've got options there. And and when I look at our subs bench, you kind of go. And, and as much as it's good to see the you know younger kids on there and given a given a chance, we we're, we're not we haven't got that luxury, I don't think, currently compared to to the other teams in and around us.
0: Well, we haven't done because we have we have not we have not brought we have not brought people in recruitment has not been great for the players that are coming we've brought some good we've brought some decent players in i'm not disputing that at all but the players that you need to have and when you have players on the bench you have players that you know that they can change the game when they go on that's yeah. why when when the likes of um was on the bench for a number of, for a period of time yeah. you knew what you brought him on
1: yeah. he could
0: change the game Mm. Yeah, he could affect the game when he came on.
1: That's why I kind of question the way that we, we bring players in, in in the in the sense of how our operation works and how we go and get players, where it's different yeah. than other clubs, where managers bring in players or have a, an input into bringing in players they kind of know or feel that they can change something in the game. I don't know necessarily if we've got that here because it's no. a case of there's a list of players. Who do you want? You know, it's and it, it, that's kind of how it feels for for, for me. Anyway, I, I could be completely wrong on it, but yeah.
0: No, well, the thing is, I'll tell you something. When I was on the um, when I was coach on the coaching staff at Graham, we would every month we'd have a, a coaches meeting, Graham, and what we had to do, we had to come up with five players, yeah, for yep. every position on the pitch. Right. So you're talking about strikers, midfield. Centre halves, full backs, goalkeeper. Okay. This, this was all of you. All of you had to do. Different this.
2: options. Right.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first one, who if money was no object, who would you get? Right. That we could get. Right. All right. So that's the fantasy one you're thinking, yeah. But when you're in the when you're in the um, in the Premier League. Yeah, okay. like what they were at that time, and if they could have had the money, who would you've got into? You know, can okay. start there and work down. Then who would be the next one? The next one? The next one? Yeah, and the then the last one had to be a young, up and coming one, and that's what it was like because then that way we 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 always then knew what players were there about that we all felt could fit into what we were doing to make us better, not yeah. to not to just add to your numbers. Whoever yeah. it was, whoever it was, they had to be better than what you had. Mm.
1: At right. At the moment
0: our policy of what we're doing at the moment we just bring in almost the same again, the same again.
1: Yeah, it's like it's want. like a balance in the books axe for me like we, we mm. had the lad's name escapes me begin with p Pushette is a striker for yeah, 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 yeah. I mean he came in as a as a player, and obviously we got relegated, and he's gone back to Udinese, and it's just
0: like yeah, he didn't want to stay, though, did he? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's not why, why bring him in. Why bring him in in yeah. the first place? Why not go yeah, and get?
0: Play? It's yeah, like the thing is, they come in to play in the Premier League because they come in and say, "What a shop window to be in the Premier League, so yeah, I can move somewhere else."
1: Yeah, and I see. It, That's the wrong thing. Yeah, it is. It's frustrating. I see, dang it, um, not Danny Ying, Sorry, um, Charlie Austin has gone yeah. to it's gone to QPR. What a great yeah. bit of business! We're yeah. crying out for a striker like that.
0: Yeah, someone who knows what they're doing.
1: Yeah, Just in that league, in that league, team I team guarantee team, you, team, I, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll score goals. Guarantee yeah. that
0: Charlie Austin will get you 12, 15 goals a season.
1: Everyone says individually, we've got a fantastic squad. That's mm-hmm. brilliant. I
0: can't, I, can't, I, can't, I I don't. I disagree with that.
1: Yeah, and, and so would I to an extent. I'd say we've probably got five or six very, very we've got, good
0: players. You've got a decent squad, and potentially you add the likes of Adelafea, you add a Decoré to mm. that squad, you know, who else would, well, you know, you add another, you know, well, Capoue and
1: Pereiras and, yeah.
0: you know. you Burton. add those players back in, and suddenly you do have a sort of squad that is exceptional because you've got some exceptional talent in those three that we just mentioned, mm. Yeah, mm. right? We have nobody else. Mm. Sar is the only one and Sar is a young kid trying to find his way in football yeah. in this country and, and, I, and, I,
1: and I feel for Sar because I think he's had his head turned
0: he has, and I don't think the other thing is I don't see I don't see anybody putting their arm around him when because you, you, you watch frustration on his face when things don't go his way I did this and that mm. and I don't see anybody going around him saying oh keep going no, you're doing great whatever at one of the players that's yeah, your yeah. job
2: because
0: yeah. you know that without one of the parts working very well you've lessened the opportunity or the chance of yourself winning
2: I've got a slightly offbeat question for you, Luther. Um, right, on we played Manchester United in the FA Cup a couple of weeks ago and we put yeah. out what was pretty much a, a full-strength team. Why do we always change to the second-choice goalkeeper for FA Cup games? What is the thinking behind that? I think because a lot of other clubs do it because they, because they feel they have two decent
0: goalkeepers and they need to keep the second one happy because the one position that you don't get much changes in a game Right. He's a goalkeeper, right? Okay. So I don't, I don't have an issue with with that as such. I don't have an issue with that because it means it means at least he gets the game. I mean, in my day, you know, you the second goalkeeper never got looking. He only played in the resis.
2: Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm happy with that as an explanation because it to me it was you know is it because Foster can't get cup-tied or, you know, what what reason would it be? But if it's to actually give your second-choice goalkeeper a yeah, run-out, that's to absolutely give fine. Him, right? to give, him, give him a game. Give him right. a game. And, you I, know,
1: think I, um, I think fozzy has got to be careful, actually, based on Backman. who I've seen. between Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I rate him. I think he's a good keeper.
0: Backman, I saw Backman. I went to the Oxford game with um, Les Taylor, yeah. as a guest, Les Taylor to that one. And Backman played well, mate, I tell you what. Had it not been for him, Watford would have been beat three... Comfortable
1: oh that day. Really? Trust me. Really?
0: Yeah. He yeah, was, he was good. good. He played
2: really, really well. How, I, I, how long is Foster sorry, out sorry, with his injury, do we know? You said he's got a broken finger, Carl, did you? Broken
1: yeah, a yeah, broken finger. He'll be, uh, he certainly won't play tomorrow against Barnsley.
2: Right, so yeah. Backman's going to play. Again. Be,
1: I mean, a broken finger broken finger can keep you out six weeks. Tony Coaten's still talking about his broken finger. So,
2: you know. Those... <laughs> Not in 87, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still talking about yeah. it. <laughs> you yeah. might remember that, Luther.
0: <laughs> I do remember, yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> the same, thing happened. same thing happened to Steve Sherwood. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yes. Do you remember a few years ago, guys? Do you remember when it was um was it the promotion year when we got I forget who was in goal? Might have been Almunia. Almunia got injured and then it was a young lad who come He got injured against Leeds and we had Bond oh, in yes. goal. He got lobbed. Yes. Yeah, it was um wasn't it that Leeds
2: it, game we had three goalkeepers. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, he's a uh, Bond. Jonathan, yes, Bond. Bond, yeah,
1: yeah. Jonathan Bond, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had we had three keepers in one game, didn't we? I remember there... that.
2: That was before yeah. the the, the, the semi final playoff, wasn't it? It was literally the last game, and then we played Leicester away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a funny old game that was.
1: We could have gone up automatically, and, and Leeds come yeah, down. And... That's
2: right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was a funny old season that was. Hi everyone, it's Nick Wright. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Luther Blissett, it's been as always an absolute pleasure to talk to you we always love you coming on the do not scratch your eyes and podcast yeah it's great having you here yeah, isn't
0: for it? me dense yeah but the other thing is sometimes you know, you talk to people, the supporters, or whatever, and these things, and they have a point of view which is not a realistic point of view of the whole picture of what's going on. Mm. I think you guys have a, a realistic picture of that. Oh, as absolutely. I do. That's
1: actually that's a compliment. I'll take that. yeah. I like yeah. to think and so. I think,
0: well, I think that's the reason why I've no qualms about talking to you in the way that I do about about the game and the club that we, but we all love. Absolutely, fantastic. Sure sometimes that I'm being negative but I'm not being negative I'm highlighting things to say these are the things we need to solve because if we solve these problems we will be before you know it you'll be top of the league six seven or more points clear yeah and you know just heading straight back to the Premier League and this is where these very ignorant and we want to be supporters come up and say with things and it isn't if you only talk about the good things that you do how can you improve exactly it's the adversity when you go through those rough times which you can then fall back on when you do hit those times again Absolutely. So that's what you
2: need to do Luther thank you very much for no giving worries. us so much of your time once again we'll be in touch and talk to you again oh, yeah. soon Thank you very much for joining us on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. It's always lovely having you here.
1: Brilliant. Thank you, uh, as always, guys. Thanks so much for all the, uh, the messages on all the, all the platforms that we're, we're on. Um, just a quick one, Justin, to, uh, before we go. Yes. Um, I have to say a congratulations to um, a regular... Listener of the podcast, uh, Dan Fleming. Dan has got engaged to Lisa. So congratulations to the pair of you. Dan, you're punching, mate. She's beautiful. (laughs) Look after her. Well done to the pair of you. Um, No, massive congratulations. It's always good to throw a bit of good news out there in these times and it, I, I was really uh really happy to see that on facebook recently so well done guys
2: that's lovely yeah congratulations to the both of you uh when it comes to getting your wedding rings let me know uh oh here we go <laughs> little plug see what did there? yeah do you see what i did there <laughs> just just send me a dm when you're ready to get your wedding rings that's all i'm gonna say I'm gonna say no more than that <laughs> um yes yeah, so we've got uh Barnsley tomorrow or I think that's probably going to be today. By the time I've edited this podcast, uh, and Saturday, <laughs> fr- Friday, yeah, it might even have passed even. Uh, and Friday, we've got Stoke. Yes,
1: Stoke on TV, so uh, you don't have to pay ten pound on the high.
2: <laughs> yes, let's not go into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, The amount of games I've seen with foreign uh, commentary this year, I, I, I can't even count them. Uh, anyway, um, so yes, two games which we you know, we should be looking at six points if we're going to be extra optimistic, wouldn't you say?
1: I Absolutely. Um, I think based on what we've seen, you know, since the managers come in we can be optimistic over the next couple of games I still rate Stoke I think they're a difficult opponent but yeah. I think we've got, we got enough about us to, to go and get uh, six points out of those games
2: Well let's see we'll know on the next podcast whether that was a successful uh, <laughs> challenge should, or not <laughs> um,
1: Before we go I know we're, we're longing this goodbye out but should we, um, should we share any information about an upcoming podcast maybe to the viewers or?
2: Let's do it so we've got uh, I'm really really excited about this um, very
1: ex- he's very excited I mean he's sitting you guys can't see this he's sitting naked recording this is well, that exciting well
2: I wish he hadn't told everyone <laughs> Carl Obviously. Uh, that that makes me look bad now. But uh, no, no, I'm really, really excited about this uh, next special guest. I contacted Jay Demerit and he got back to me and he said, sure, why not? And a bit of time has passed, uh, sort of Christmas and New Year's passed. But he got back in touch with me and said, when do you want to do it? So we are going to be talking to Jay DeMeritt, uh within the next week. If you've got any questions for Jay, please go to our Facebook page, D N S Y E and leave comments under the post you'll see a picture of Jay DeMeritt there, if you've got any questions for him, please leave questions there and we'll put to him any that we think are, are suitable yeah, to some, ask.
1: some people have already cracked on, we've already got some coming in, so um, yeah, looking for, looking for some more, yeah. Uh, but yeah looking forward to that's going to be good, all the way from the USA!
2: Yes, we had to work out time differences and everything, I think he's Pacific time actually, I think he's over the other side of the USA, so there's a an 8 hour delay so we're going right, so if it's we, we normally call at 7 o'clock, so if you can make 11 he said yeah that should be okay so uh, really really looking forward to that I actually watched Rise and Shine the other day I think you did as well yeah the, I did yeah the Jaden yeah. Merritt story just to bone up a bit and what a what a story that is he's uh, incredible isn't it yeah incredible I mean, story. I don't think if ever, if,
1: if ever there's anybody out there you know especially youngsters listening that you've got a dream where you want to be a, you know watch it just watch it it's, it's amazing
2: it is amazing and I can't think of certainly any other premiership player that had that journey never mind Watford no. player um, well maybe Al Bangura but I can't think of any other player really that had the journey into being a premiership player that Jay De Merit had it's absolutely fantastic not,
1: not like that not via, not via Northwood Definitely. no
2: who knew <laughs> so uh, it's just absolutely incredible and I, I can't wait I'm really really looking forward to that so that will be the next special guest on the podcast
1: absolutely it's going to be great do not scratch your eyes
2: so my friends until next time uh, thank you very much for listening It's uh, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me. Lovely. See you later. See you later, you alls. Saddle. Sports, social, podcast network. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <coughs> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.